Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Attic Podcast. This is episode two, where we talk about the first week of Big Brother Live Feeds. And with me is my friend Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi. So glad you could join me. Same. Thank you for having me. Of course. Let's talk about pre-gaming, because that's before the game even started. What have you heard, Correct. and how do you feel about it? Um, For me, personally, one of my favorite players is not able to play because of supposed pre-gaming, so I'm a little angry on that part, um, and that would be Dan. Um, not that he was pre-gaming so much, but... Nicole was bragging about it and she was even bragging while on the live feeds about it which should have been cut out but she also should have been you know prevented from going on the game because of that so that kind of got me a little irritated that she had something to do with him not being able to play but you know somebody that deserved a spot could have had that opportunity so I think that that is kind of like a an advantage for people to know who's going to be there because then you can start thinking about you know, what alliances you're going to want to be forming and things like that. So I think that that's something that they try to avoid. Because I know it happens a lot on the challenge, too, and you can definitely see why things form the way they do. Yeah. That's the problem when everybody knows everyone. <laughs> they all right, have a connection right. somehow. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Kesar and Janelle have an opportunity because they played together twice already, but... Neither of them knew they were going to be on, and they haven't seen each other in 14 years. Right. So, you know, life happens, things change, strategies change, the games themselves change. So, I mean, to an extent, it can help you just knowing that you have somebody to trust. But, you know, the game's completely different from when they played it. I mean, there's definitely a lot of things that have changed, even the number of people have changed. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah, a lot has changed. So you actually saw Nicole admit to turning Dan and Derek in? Well, she was talking to Janelle about it, so I'm not sure how far that ended up going. I only saw, like, bits and pieces of it. Um, but a lot of other people that, you know, talk about the live feeds online confirm that, too. Okay. So it just irritated me a little bit. But Dan did also say um, on his Twitter feed about, you know, that he had spoke to Nicole, even though she claims that she didn't pregame, because uh, how else would we have known about Derek and whatnot. Right. Yeah, I missed her telling Janelle that. So I guess it's not just a rumor. Yeah. But also uh, Derek too was worried that he would be targeted because there wasn't enough winners. He was definitely worried that, you know, he would be one of the first people targeted because of that. Right. Ruin your game a little bit if you're somebody that's won a lot of money for like Survivor of the Challenge, they go after the people that have been there the longest. So right. It's an easy vote to say, look, you already won. I haven't won. That's why I put mm -hmm. you up. You know, you, had right. your uh, you came in second place or something. Now I want to win. That's a that's an easy thing to say. Right. So the rumors that I had heard was that Dan and Derek were pre-gaming in a chat, some sort of chat. Nicole turned them in. Uh, to CBS supposedly in order to get a spot on the show. I would think that Nicole, just so everyone knows, we're talking about Nicole F. F do you really yeah. think that she needed to do that to get on the show? And she's pretty popular 
I think it really depends, in all honesty, because I feel like she he would jump through hoops in order to either get her or Victor on. And I know that she had lied, too, because she was saying, you know, to, to Danny and Davon that she wasn't going to be on. And then all of a sudden, she's freaking on. Oh, a lot of people were saying, oh, I'm not going to be on, probably because CBS wants to keep it right. a secret. You know, they don't want to get in trouble. Her personality or anything. The mm-hmm. thing that has irritated me about pre-gaming, it's so obvious that Cody and Memphis had an alliance before coming into this game. The first couple days... Mm-hmm. You never saw them talk, hardly mm-hmm. ever. And then as soon as nominations were done, they were like, you know, living it up and talking a ton. It was weird. It went from no conversations to like, oh, we're best buds now. <laughs> Memphis said that he barely knew Cody. Yep. So let's get on to the game. Mm-hmm. Cody won HOH, as we know. Yep. So, on the feeds, he said, I want to get rid of Kaser, Janelle, or Keisha. And mostly he wanted to get rid of Kaser. Right. But for no particular reason. Right. He just really wanted him gone. And Kaser mm-hmm. likes to have um, really deep, genuine conversations with people, which Cody called right. playing too hard. Uh, it's only day one, mm-hmm. and he's playing too hard. He's trying to have long conversations. While Kaser is saying, look, I just want to get to know people better this time. Exactly. And I'm just trying to get to know people. Uh, what? How did you feel about uh, who Cody put up? Well, I was really frustrated about that because I'm definitely Team Kaser and Janelle for sure. Keisha, Me too. Me I'm still too. kind of a little on the fence about, but I honestly feel like they were going to be targeted anyways because they probably had the strongest of alliances that could form because they've known each other the longest and they played with each other for two seasons. Yeah. But Kaser's a very intellectual person. Oh, um, he yeah. He definitely you know, has a very strong knowledge of the game. You know, you'd see from the live feeds that Janelle still avidly watches the game as well. So it's not like they're just zoned out for the last 14 years. So I think uh, Cody's um, strategy was to get the people out that know the game too well so that it wouldn't have any effect on his players or his team. But what he should have been thinking about is building that alliance with the people that are strong for that so that he could get further along. And then if he had to get them out later, you know, that's perfectly fine or whatever. But I feel like he should be trying to align with them, not just trying to get them out because he's really going to, like, put a big target on himself if he's doing that so soon. Like, that's definitely too soon. Today he said that he watched their season while he was in quarantine so he Mm -hmm. knows just how good they were together and Mm -hmm. i think yeah he sees them as a power duo and he wants to get them out but but the way he put them the way he talks about them is almost personal kesar well he says that kesar one of the first times they talked 
he said, um, I want you to know that just because me and Janelle played together before, we haven't spoken like 14 years, so right. we're not a duo, which right. Cody said made him feel weird, like, Kaser, why is Kaser pointing that out? And right. Cody's like, I was also on a season with Janelle. Does that mean that I'm a target? And many times now, Memphis and or Cody, I don't really want to use the F-bomb, but they talk very poorly about Kaser. They call him, you know, oh, that effing Kaser. You know, he. why would we want to work with effing Kaser? It's odd to me how much they want him gone and how bad they talk about him. Right. But I feel like it's super weird that it seemed like in the beginning of the live feeds that Memphis and Kaser, Janelle and Keisha were all super close and bubbly and they yeah. seemed to be getting along really well. Like I thought yeah. it was going to be one of those old school versus yeah. new school types of alliances, yeah. which would have been great I would because that would have outnumbered yeah. everybody. But yeah. now it's like, even if Memphis would have won like the veto per se, I don't even think he would have used it on he Keisha. Like, he doesn't, I just don't feel like what he came off across in the beginning that I was excited for, just he seems to be transitioning into somebody that I'm not so much of a fan of when I was very excited to see him come back. What I don't think you see him transitioning. I think he's showing his true colors. Even early Probably. on, he said to Cody... FNK Sar thinks that me, him, Janelle, and Keisha are all going to work together. I don't know why he would think I would want to work with him. That was never really going to happen, apparently. He is, he's definitely got a lot going on with Cody, even though mm -hmm. they try not to talk to each other. Just yesterday, Kevin said, you know, they say they're not working together, but they're talking all the time. And right. he, he also said that if he stays, he's going to mm -hmm. go after the people that put him up, which is Cody. And then he said, and probably Memphis. And they think... Yeah, Enzo seems to be the only one that, like, comes off as liking him, so to speak. Yeah. So... Or Davon, too, I think, a little bit. So, Cody, I know I'm, I'm talking a lot about Cody, but I have a lot of notes about Cody and Kesar. Cody appears to have a final two deal with Memphis, Nicole mm -hmm. F., and Danny. Who do you right. think he really plans on going to the end with? Honestly, I can definitely see Memphis, but I think Enzo, too, because they're both New Jersey, and they feel like they're so comfortable when they talk to each other, but they really want to keep it on the DL. So I feel like they're still going to share all their things, like, behind the scenes without people knowing. But I'm not 100% sure. I think that, you know, there could be a couple of other alliances that can form, because I feel like the more that we see these people, the more they're starting to open up just yeah. for the sake of being a mom. Like there's so many of them that have their kids at home now when, when they yeah. played those games, they didn't have kids yet. Right. So, you know, Christmas is breaking down, you know, Davon knows how hard it is to be a mom, you know, even Nicole yeah. a who isn't a mom can still feel the compassion. So I feel like there could be a strong woman Alliance that can form from that. Just knowing that, you know, they have that strong connection that the boys won't. So they won't show. Yeah. It was and actually they have like, uh, Janelle's 
kids' birthday last last night right. or all day. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, that's got to be hard, like, going through, like, big events like that. I mean, I mean, just leaving, like, the fact that, you know, Christmas is a mother, but she's also, like, a stay-at-home mother. So she sees her son, you know, 24-7. And I know that you're, you know, a stay-at-home mom, too, so yeah. you really get the feel. If you were to leave your sons for, you know, for three months, like, I feel like you would probably be going through that same breakdown. Yeah. Um, versus Janelle, you know, she said she had a nanny and, you know, she's a very busy person with work and, you know, they have sports and everything. So although she probably misses them, like she, I, I don't feel like she has that same connection necessarily as Christmas does. So I feel like certain people are going to break down a lot quicker than others when it comes to that. I mean, keeping busy is going to be huge, but what kind of an alliance would really unravel as early on, I would say that it would definitely be Enzo and Cody that would make it to the final two more so than Memphis, but I'm not really sure about him yet. I feel like, know how I feel about Memphis yet. It's too soon. That's interesting because Enzo is not in their alliance. I haven't supposedly, but he said New Jersey, they're like team New Jersey. He were always going to be New Jersey. We'll never vote against each other. Like just keep it on the DL. He said he wanted to keep it on the DL. So yeah, but at the same time, Cody has actually made an alliance of six people and Enzo is Mm -hmm. not one of those people. The Mm -hmm. way it played out on the feeds was maybe he's just using him or whatever. Oh yeah. I mean, he's going to tell everyone, Oh, we're good. I'll never vote for you. But it's the first week. You don't really know how that's going to hold up either. Right. So it was his original alliance was Cody, Memphis, Nicole F., and Danny. And they Mm -hmm. decided to add Tyler and Christmas um, to this alliance. Did you see Memphis trick Christmas into forming this alliance? Kind of, sort of. He made it seem like it would be her idea so that she felt like she was like a strength in that, but I don't really think she really fully comprehends. I think that she's just so worried that last season she wasn't like super social that she was in. I feel like she feels that she needs to get that bonding going for this season, but she seems to be getting along with pretty much everybody. So I'm not sure what's going to unravel with that because she's been having a lot of conversations with Nicole A. She's been having a lot of conversations with Davon and Bailey and they all seem to be, like, very comforting of each other. And so, I don't know. I think that that could certainly she would stay in that alliance. But making her think that she's thinking about that is a mind game. You know, it typical is. men want the girl to feel like they're, like, superior kind of a thing. Which, you know, we do crave that. But Memphis, I don't necessarily think that was Mim- the right way to go Memphis across that. Memphis wants to be able to say, oh, I didn't start it. She did. I just right. went along to with it. To get himself off the block. Yeah, to keep himself yeah. safe. He basically had a conversation with her mm-hmm. where he's like, hey, I'm really good with you. I think we should work together. Who else do you like? Do you like right. any of these people? He really was very manipulative with her to the point that he's like, I don't really want to talk like, to these people. He was taking her brain, too. She says she doesn't like Danny. But Danny was already mm-hmm. in their alliance. So they're trying to convince... Uh, Cody was trying earlier today to convince her that there's nothing to worry about with Danny. And Christmas uh-huh. said, I'm just going to have to think on it. Even but though Danny, Danny also went against anyways. her alliance last time. If she is in an alliance, you know, they're also going to have to be careful. Because who's to say she'll be faithful to it? Christmas wants to call it the incinerators. 
But Memphis <laughs> really wants to call it the usual suspects, which I mm-hmm. think is clever. But they don't really want to listen to Christmas. They're just mm-hmm. playing with her. Those They're saying, oh, let's keep thinking. So I still think it's too soon to really form a, an alliance. They barely know these people. For all they know, it's week two and they can be like, oh, this person's too too good at what they do. Or this person's not good enough at what they do. Or they're causing too much drama around here. Like, I think it's too soon to really pick the people that you're necessarily going to work with because you really don't even know them. You don't know their, you know, living with them for one week is not going to tell you their life story to really understand how they play that game. Even if you've seen them play the game, there's people that have played three, four times like Janelle, but her game's different every time. Right. You really don't know what it's going to be. It's like you really got to lay low and be more of an observer and not, you know, speak too much, not cost too much. Um, you don't want to show that you're too strong. Like, you don't want to win the first HOH or any of that kind of stuff, like, because you can come off as a strong player. Right. Not, I wouldn't, like, hide in the, the bushes kind of a person, but <laughs> still, like, be aware of stuff and don't stand out too much. And I would not do well at that because I'm too social of a person. I definitely would probably put myself on the block the first week because I can't keep my mouth shut. Well, the difference is I... I am pretty sure that these four had a pregame alliance. Cody, Memphis, Nicole F., and Danny. Based Mm -hmm. on their conversations, Danny been talking to Cody when she can. They, They all try to talk to Cody when they can. So Cody seems to be the leader, but that may just be because he's HOH and they want to do what he wants to do right now. I think they had a Final Four deal before and then decided to add Tyler and Christmas to that. They can get somebody to win veto and make sure that they can make their game the way they want it anyway. Oh, yeah. They're going to play everyone that they can. So let me just Mm -hmm. go down with some of the events of the week. Obviously, we know Mm -hmm. Cody won HOH. He immediately said he wanted... Kaser on the block. Then Kaser did the safety mm-hmm. comp. Uh, let me tell you all about the safety right. comp. And gives Janelle safety. Yeah, yeah. So the safety comp is they have three weeks to use it. And once you use it, it's gone. It's, if you win the safety comp, you're safe that week and you save someone else that week. But you have to immediately say who you want to save so it can be revealing. This time, well, they showed this on the show, so I really don't need to tell you what exactly they did, but Mm -hmm. only the only two of them played. So you get punishment if you don't win. Janelle had to wear the star star suit. Uh, there also they could time out a lot anybody of people, that else that had a, would have played have also gotten it. I I kind of thought that too, but I wasn't clear on it. But he, we won't know until next week when yeah. they actually maybe have more people play. Yeah, I think next week a lot of people are gonna play, and then the smart Probably. people will wait to the third week which is the last week you can use it, because I think next week a lot of people are going to go for it. Just because a lot of people are like, well, Mm -hmm. if just two of us play, we can save each other. We should do that. But there's going to be... They don't know where they stand, right? 
so they they didn't want to do it. A lot of people did not want to do the safety comp because they didn't want to piss Cody off. But Cody told them, if you wanted to do the mm-hmm. safety comp, go for it. It doesn't bother me. I'll go in for it next week. Yet, after Kaser wins and picks Janelle, right. his Cody's story changes quite a bit to, I wasn't going to put him up. He didn't need to play mm-hmm. the safety comp. But we had a conversation mm-hmm. not that long before the safety comp, and I thought that we were good and everything but when when he went to the safety comp oh that let me know he doesn't trust me as i just told him i'm not putting him up and he went and did the safety right. comp now he is truly yeah, but he's got holding... to guarantee that for himself he can't just take cody's word for it right right he did the smart thing he had a bad feeling both janelle and Kaser were thinking that they were going to be the target they waited to the last minute, which was smart. That way, not a lot of people were going to run up there. And at the last minute, they both ran up there to do it. So basically, then Cody had to do nominations, and he couldn't put up Kaser or Janelle. So we know why he picked Keisha. And if he had picked Memphis, that would have made sense if... He thought Memphis was working with them, but he knew he wasn't. Uh, so he ended up putting mm-hmm. Kevin up, and I feel bad for Kevin. Uh, Kevin is going around the house promising everyone that he wants to work with I him know. if he stays. List right. a couple people that I know he has promised that to. He's promised it to uh, David. He's promised it to Nicole A. He promised it to Cody. He promised it to Tyler, to Kaser. I didn't see the Enzo, but or I didn't write it down. So he's pretty much promised. They did that on the hammock when they were outside, oh, okay. like really late at night. They were on a hammock together, and they were saying that they're. He's like, keep it on the down low. Keep it on the down low. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't see that. Now, do you feel but, it was stupid uh, for um, for Janelle to go in there with Kaser? Because now they both just wasted their safety. They can't save each other. Whereas if one of them would have went next week, then they would have the ability to save that other person. In theory. So they could have saved each other two yeah, weeks in a row. Right. In theory, that's probably what they should have done. But they didn't know what the comp was going to be like. They didn't know... You know, Mm -hmm. what the rules were once they got inside. They found out that they had a time limit and that if neither one of them beat it before the time limit, then neither one of them won. Right. I think it was probably smart in that sense because they didn't know what it was going to be like. So they didn't know if they might time out or not. If they knew ahead of time right. what the comp was, I think that they would. Janelle probably would have been like, you take this, and next week I'll do one. We've never had this before, so they really didn't know. And I think they were afraid they were going on the block together. I was going to say, if Kaser had just played by himself and won, even if she didn't swipe her pass, he still could have given her safety. Right. Which would allow her to keep her off the block, and she could have played the following week and kept him off the block. Right. 
I, I totally agree that would be the smart thing if they knew more about the comp before it started. Now people are mm-hmm. going to know, like, more how it works. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think they did what they had to do. Was, should right. they both played? Probably not. But, they like, they didn't know. They just didn't know, and they wanted to be safe. It wasn't a simple game. I mean, memory is definitely hard for some people. It I, definitely was an interesting game. Right. I was watching it and thinking, um, I think I could do that after a little practice. And then I'd be like, mm. nope, I just messed up. So, so Kevin is on the block. He's promising half of the house that he wants to work with them in any capacity that he can. That's what he, that's like his pitch. I'd love to work with right. you in any capacity that I can. <laughs> um, so he's he's promised a lot of people, while Keisha has barely right. campaigned at all. Last night was the first time I saw her I don't campaign. see her campaigning too much. No, no. Last night was the first time I even saw her talk about it. Uh, there was a conversation right. late last night in the bedroom that Kaser... Janelle, Keisha, and Nicole F, mm-hmm. they live in together. Uh, Nicole F was not there, but the other three were all there. Janelle gave her so many tips on what she should do, how she can get votes. Kaser gave her advice. And probably mm-hmm. the biggest advice they gave her was don't let anyone see you talking game around us. Because that's going to put a target on you. We want it to seem like we're not that close. So they they spent a while telling her this and kind of just giving her a lot of help for what to say and do. And then they're all, they're about to go to bed. It's bedtime. They all tired. Then Nicole F comes in, gets in her bed, and you can tell right away she is tired. She wants to go to sleep. And this is when Keisha decides to start talking to Nicole F. Keisha basically Mm -hmm. said, hey, guys, uh, I'd really like to stay. And since we're all roommates, I I thought, you know, that my roommates would at least vote for me to stay. And Nicole F., you know, she didn't say much. You could tell she was annoyed, though, because Keisha kind of kept repeating herself and saying, well, I don't know where Mm -hmm. else I'm going to get votes and can I count on you to get votes? And so Janelle and Kaser pretended to be asleep. (laughs) And the next day, which is today, Kaser and Janelle were talking about how mad they were that she did that. Right. They're like, we just told her don't ever talk about the game in the same room as us. And here she just did right. it in front of Nicole F, who is not trustworthy mm-hmm. and who will no. tell other people. Although I haven't seen her tell anyone about it, probably because she doesn't think Keisha right. is but trying Right, but if they keep her, hard. they can probably use her for a vote. Yeah, if she stays, she plans on putting up two guys. And if Kevin stays, he I already said this, he plans on putting up... Uh, Cody in Memphis. 
So either way, mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> Cody or, or Memphis are safe with either one of them, even though they think they are with Kevin. Right. So today she is supposed to go around and start having conversations with people. And Kaser was really telling her, hey, look, you've got an extra day. So tomorrow, try to build some relationships. Talk to people for a while. Mm-hmm. Get to know them. Mm-hmm. Not, you don't talk. You don't need to talk game much tomorrow. But on the next day, right. you, you're going to have to find votes. But he was telling her to kind of go slow. So today, uh-huh. Janelle got mad because Keisha kind of follows her around some. I think Keisha feels most comfortable with her. So she kind of gravitates towards her. Uh, Janelle is telling Kaser, look, I just told you right. last night we right. can't be seen together. And you're where everywhere I go. Plus, you're not talking to others making relationships. So Kaser and... Janelle actually said, mm. is it really worth our game to try and keep her? They would have to work to keep her because she's not working very hard herself. Uh, so they're not sure if they are even going to vote right. to keep Keisha. If that's but they go still need numbers. So, I mean, yeah, they don't have she the would numbers. be loyal. They think they have Memphis, which they do not. So they think that they have... Kaser, Janelle, and right. Memphis. And Janelle had this really long conversation with Nicole A, where where Nicole A was kind of convinced, okay, maybe we should keep Keisha. But then later, she talks to Kevin, and now she's like, oh, I want Kevin to stay. So there's so much. I, right. I, it's so hard to watch these amazing players not play the game. Davon said uh, just last night Well, that, I think Nicole A with Janelle for that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, but now she was swayed a different way. And I thought they would be aligned. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Ian will align with Janelle and Kaser, though. That's someone that they were saying that they would like to get the vote from. That they thought they could get in and Nicole A and then possibly Davon. So yeah. they're looking, um, I mean, that would make a good group. I don't know if you saw Well, Davon it. hates Nicole F, so. Right. And Nicole <laughs> F is not a part of this group. So, yeah. Right. They, they hate each other. <laughs> there was early talk. I thought Bailey and Davon are like a match. Oh, yeah. Early because on. Because I guess they were really close with the whole swaggy situation with her. So I think they're definitely, wherever one goes, the other one's going to follow. Oh, yeah. They're they're tight. They actually, when the three of them were alone, when it was David, Bailey, and Davon, the three of them, it was mostly Davon talking but she really wants the three of them to make it to the end uh, because a black mm-hmm. person has never even made it to the final two One before. Uh, although right. I've been saying that and I just found out from the feeds that Kevin is actually half black and he won. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so there is that, but they want Davon 
Devon wants wanted to be the three of them and she's like that would be history that would be big brother history it would be awesome and you know uh-huh. they see they seem like they were for that and they're gonna like also pretend with other people that they're in an alliance with them there's so many alliances going on i can't keep up we don't know how many of these are actually work out right and we don't know how many is just somebody agreeing and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be good. Because they're not going to They're probably agreeing with no. household because of the power. Right. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, it has been a fairly boring week on the live feeds. Because mm-hmm. anytime somebody asks someone else, hey, do you know who you're voting for? Or have you heard which way the votes are going? Or anything remotely like that. The response is almost always the exact same thing. I don't know. Mm. No one's talked to me. And I don't want to be the first person to put Uh a name out there. So none of them want to put a name out Uh there. And because of that, people don't don't know who to vote for. They don't know who other people are going to vote for. They're not sure how they're going to vote. Some of them are looking to Cody. Uh, Cody as of right now, would like Keisha to be gone. However, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of time to change. And he was trying to convince someone else that she would be better to get rid of because Kevin is going to owe him a big favor. He's like, Kevin is going to be so grateful that I saved him that we will be able to use him to do things for our alliance. Which just shows you how out of total how he actually is mm-hmm. when he sees Kaser, he's delusional yeah when he sees Kaser talking to people he keeps saying that's a game as i already said Kaser just wants to get to know people but cody is going around saying that that's part of his game talking to you a lot and that it's not genuine when I've heard some very genuine conversations. In fact, um, I don't know if you saw the KSAR and N talk in the bathroom about the spectrum. Did you see that? Was, I did not. Oh, you did not see it. Okay. I missed I the very so. beginning of it, but I saw the majority of it. When I started watching, KSAR was... Well, first, N had been really sick. The slop is making people sick. I don't know what's different about it, but it made him throw up. It that made, I did see. Yeah, it made Nicole A really sick. So I don't know what's, what kind of slop right. we have now, but it's not good. So, you know, Ian no. wasn't feeling good. He was sitting on the couch in the bathroom, and he was rocking back and forth. Which he's been yep. doing a lot now, and he took. Yeah, his autism say, is definitely tweaking on him. Well, yes, and he said it's very comforting to him. So you know, I don't mind mm-hmm. seeing him, um, you know, doing whatever he needs to do for himself. Kaser mm-hmm. was asking him, "Hey, like, why didn't you tell anyone you were sick? Why didn't you tell production you were sick?" And he said, "I don't want to be the whiny guy." I don't ever want to right. complain or whine. I don't want to be known as that. And Kaser mm-hmm. was sort of like, well, 
if you don't stand up for yourself, no one else is going to advocate for you. You're going to have to advocate for yourself. So eventually it got to in talking. While he was on his show, he did not know he was on the spectrum. He said he grew up Mm -hmm. knowing that he was different, but he just thought that it was um, just social awkwardness. Uh, When he got off of his season, he saw this post that someone had made that had all these different things about the spectrum and how in is like doing a bunch of them. And how they think he's on the spectrum. Right. So he read that and he still didn't think he was on the spectrum, but it, he said it was a very interesting thing to read and it made him, you know, think. Right. Then he started getting uh, letters in the mail from people saying, Hey, I'm on the spectrum. I, you know, I'm so glad that someone from the spectrum won Big Brother. It's inspired right, right. me, you know, things like that. And, and then he started to think, Am Mm -hmm. I on the spectrum? So he did research. He did whatever he had to do. And he now knows uh, that he has it. And so basically, I thought that was a very interesting conversation that if he had never gone in Big Brother, would he even know he was on the spectrum? You know, I don't know. Right. one of my... I mean, I know you told Tyler about, he was talking to uh, Kevin about it for a while. He was saying, you know, his autism is definitely something that is definitely taking a little bit of a toll on him. Not necessarily as like a bad thing, but it's something that's still really kind of new to him. And even Kevin was saying that he was very like, it made him very emotional because he felt so honored that like Ian would open up to him about it. Yeah, Ian's talked to a couple people about it now. I think, I think Kaser helped him to bring that story out, and then he felt comfortable to tell other people about it. Which is what's cool about Big Brother. There's things that you get to learn about other people and that you get more comfortable talking about because these are not people that you would normally meet in everyday life. So it brings out different types of personalities and different... You get to learn about a lot of different cultures and things like that, which is cool. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, um, they have a bidet... And the reason they yeah, have I saw a bidet, that. oh, did you see that? The reason they have a bidet yeah. is because Kaser told them he needed one. Um, he has to be completely clean when he prays. So, right. you know, and a lot of people like it. And so, you know, it's a good thing that he brought. Well, he said he there. wouldn't come back if he didn't have one, too. Oh, I didn't know he said that, but I could see him saying that. Yeah, because it was funny because I know that they were, you know, got rid of the wipes or whatnot. And a lot of people were like, oh, they got rid of the wipes. They're becoming an eco-friendly house or whatever. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure Kaser also said that he wouldn't come back if he didn't have it. That that was his, like, one demand. Right. And they're trying so hard not to give them things. Like, they probably didn't want to give them toilet paper and wipes and have to replace them. They're right. trying really hard to limit any kind of exposure to anything. Well, they gave them fresh smoothies and stuff like that, too. That's like a never. I've never seen them have, like, protein shakes so much. Like, they're definitely spoiling them a little bit this season. I mean, granted, I haven't had cable, so I, I wasn't able to see past season 14 until now. So, you know, definitely so much has changed since the last time I've been able to watch. Right. Well, yeah, this the is my first time getting changing. live. 
So the first time they got to go outside was for the POV. They've been kept inside a lot, and they keep complaining that the house is really cold, the showers mm-hmm. are really cold, there's ants, yep. <laughs> there's all that They even said the jacuzzi was cold, too. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, everything is cold, apparently. There was the POV, so they had the POV, Enzo wins, he didn't use it, obviously, uh, Mm-hmm. But something that did... He said he would if he couldn't convince Kevin's people to vote for Kevin to stay. I didn't see that part, so... He yeah. told Kevin that, at least. I don't know if that would actually happen, but that's what he told Kevin on the hammock, is that he would use it if he had to, if he couldn't get all the votes for the people for him. What I saw... So I have a feeling it's going to be Keisha at this point. Yeah, I feel like it is as well. Um but basically, he won the veto, and Cody mm-hmm. told him not to use it. And Enzo wasn't real happy with that. Um, he right. was telling other people, look, I won the power of veto, so I should decide if I use it or not. Exactly. While Cody feels like the whole house should respect his HOH and keep noms the same. And I think because mm-hmm. Cody was saying that is why Enzo didn't end up using it. So I don't think he was very happy that Cody was trying to tell him what to do, which may be why they're not in the alliance together, because Enzo doesn't necessarily want to take orders, you know? Right. I don't yep. actually think he's with anyone at all. He maybe thinks no. that he is, but he's He wants he's his not. renegades round, too. Yeah, he but does. he doesn't have the three men to do it. <laughs> meow yeah. Meow is by himself. <laughs> Yesterday was What do you Casey's... think about the jealousy, too? There's a lot of jealousy in the house. What do you mean? Jealousy of Janelle? I think jealousy of Janelle because she's played so many games. Like, Nicole cries all the time about her Janelle. And, like, I think there's a couple other people that really have, like, a an issue, like, being jealous of Janelle. Yeah, I can... I kind of have seen that, um... Janelle is 40, and she is gorgeous. Right. Um, and she also said she would not be on the challenge. She was talking about that, too. Yeah, like, I yeah, saw that. I'm not but, about to be on MTV at 40. I'm all set. Well, you can tell, though, from what she was saying, she hasn't watched the challenge in a long time because she said all yeah. they do is fight and drink. <laughs> it has changed some in the last 15 years. Although, I think she would be... A force to She'd be a very good player on the challenge, even if she is forty. Oh yeah, uh, I think is CT forty. I don't know. CT sure. just turned forty. Yeah, yeah, he just turned forty. So well, look not... at Mark Long; he's better shaped now at forty-eight than he ever was. Yeah, but he we haven't actually seen him play anything in a long time. True, but he he's the only one I know that can water ski without skis with bare feet <laughs> at forty-eight oh, on a freaking oh. boat. <laughs> I would love to strength. see him back on the challenge. I'm just saying, we can't necessarily say how he would do. He looks amazing. You know, he looks like he's mm-hmm. kept in really good shape. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of the people that are playing in our 40 have been playing every single season for many seasons. So their body is more used right. to it, you know. So 
Yes. Well, it depends too, because you need to have some of those smarts. So some of the Big Brother players have a lot of great smarts that they can bring. That's true. Especially for politics and stuff. I, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I have seen a couple of Big Brother uh, players have been asked to uh, come mm-hmm. on the next season uh, of the challenge. Uh, yeah. It seems like CBS is mainly um, Big Brother is where they're getting their recruits from these days. You think Survivor would be more honestly with the way that they how the game is played, but yeah. Well, I have heard that they did contact some Survivor people and they weren't interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully, Jay comes back at least. Oh to yeah, give him another shot. I love Jay. Uh, he definitely deserved to stay longer. So yesterday was Kaser's birthday. It was with um, lemon cake. He talked and Snickers about, banana bread. Yeah, he was talking about how both times he played before he got evicted on his birthday. Mm. So he was like, at least I get to stay on my birthday. <laughs> but Janelle reminded him that they usually start a month earlier. So right, if right. they had done that, who knows what would have happened right. on his birthday. So this whole birthday thing was a big deal to some people. Apparently, before they came in, they you know had to fill out some papers answering questions. And one of the questions was, what do you want for your birthday? And Kaser had put a cake. I want a cake. And Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm -hmm. I love Krispy Kreme donuts. Those are like the only donuts I like. Mm -hmm. So he has good taste. But they didn't give it to him. They didn't give him anything. Well, Danny's worried too. She's like, it's my birthday. I know. I I better have something. (laughs) She's the one who really can't get over it. She is still shook. Mm -hmm. Um, So Janelle... Janelle spent the whole day cooking and cleaning and and everything else. Uh, It was her kid's birthday, but, you know, at the same time, she was staying busy, but she was doing so much for Kaser mainly. So Mm -hmm. she she baked him a cake from scratch, and she made the icing from scratch. Yeah. And I was very impressed. I mean, she worked on it for a really long time. And oh, I yeah. mean, I'm sure it tasted as good as she could make it with her limited supplies. But of course. they could have at least given them like uh, some frosting and a bag, right. you know, where you can make an easy, easy cake. Just follow well, the directions on the Well, they gave them cake pans. So they could yeah. have at least given them cake mix. Yeah. Um, what else they, are you going to use a damn cake pan for? Right. Well, they do have a bunt, and Janelle was saying how she could make a pineapple upside down cake for Danny's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if they still have the materials, you know. Uh, so right. she, she cooked this cake, and Christmas also, she made a banana bread and put Snickers in it, which mm-hmm. sounds good, but it may have, I don't know if it, if you could taste it or not, sometimes it's like a waste of a Snickers. You know, so then Janelle made tacos for Casey yep. for dinner. And, of course, everyone else ate it. And as soon as Which they, that is amazing they, that everybody, that she chose three different types of tacos to make. Yeah, she went above every, everyone but the have not pretty much ate together, which is what Kaser really wanted. He really wanted everyone to sit around on his birthday and just enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know... <laughs> 
I don't know what's up with the producers. I don't know why they would ask them that and then not give them anything. And Danny is yeah, still that talking the about it. I mean, seriously, Danny is still upset because her birthday is in a few days and she wants something on her birthday. Right, but now if she if she complains enough and she gets it, people are going to be like, favoritism. Of course they like, are. No, they can't do that. Yeah. But that's her birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Surprise! Um, okay, bye. They got to go outside yesterday for a little bit, and now mm -hmm. it looks like they may be stuck inside for a couple of days, which... Right, because they're going to have some challenges coming up. Yeah. H-O-H challenge. It's crazy, because when they're in the house, it's hard to talk strategy. There's only so many right. places you can go. And one mm -hmm. of the best places to go is the coldest room in the house, <laughs> from what I understand. Right. The, I call it, like, the, the romantic room. room. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but what the most popular place is, is what I call the star area, which is mm -hmm. upstairs and has a huge bed and two chairs and, you know, stars on the wall. I love that area. That is, like, the They're, cutest little nook. It I reminds me of, like, too. a little loft. of everything. Just How about that have-not room? Same thing. Oh, yeah. That, you know what? The have-not room's not that bad. I mean, I've seen worse. Uh, it's just funky. You're get, sleeping on a little cot. They're sleeping on a cot, but, you know, in the past, they've had slab of something you could sleep on. Right, right. Or... But they got to crawl through a little crawl space. It's funny yeah. as hell to watch them crawl in and out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, prison. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> Um, in the past, I remember a have-not room where you had to you had to sleep in a chair. So mm -hmm. compared to previous seasons, I I think the bedroom is fine. I did hear right. Nicole A earlier say that their room is is invaded by ants and there's ants all in her ugh. clothes and stuff, and that's just ugh. They need to be cleaner. Memphis, right? Memphis is OCD. He said this himself. Yeah. He's OCD about keeping the house clean. So mm -hmm. usually every morning I see him cleaning, cleaning the kitchen yeah. really good. Um, yeah, he gets up real early. He's always like one of the first ones up. Him yeah. and um, Kevin's up a little bit early sometimes uh, too. And Kaser, I would say. Yeah, so Kaser and Memphis have talked a lot in the mornings mm -hmm. and they could have easily worked together. Right. But instead, is Memphis is going to Cody and saying, "I can't believe Kaser thought I would even want to be in an alliance with him. Like, why do I? Why would I want to play with him? Mm. You know, and I, right. you know, that's why I still think it was a pre-alliance going on. That mm. you know, and what did you think about how quickly they did like an H the HOH where it was like the live competition at first? Like, do you think that that was a good idea to no. do, or do you think that was? No, it was not. I think a that good they should idea. have given them some time to like really talk to people first because yeah. now Cody's got too much power and people are just going his way just to like satisfy him. Right. And then everyone else, now they're on have nots before they even started their damn week. Oh, it was so nice too. Kaser saved some of his cake for the have nots mm -hmm. when they're allowed to eat again. Um, right, at I midnight that was tonight, sweet. they'll be able to eat again. Yeah, I think at midnight. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be able to eat. The so I think we pretty much covered. Um, everything that's been was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think we covered a lot. Um, Nicole F freaking out about everything because she claims, oh, yeah, yeah, she said that this was the first time that she's been in the house um, on her period. Yeah, so she's I know. like freaking out about everything, and I'm like, 
How is this your first time not being on that? Like, well, you're in there for three months. If she was on birth control, it, that usually stops uh, some people's periods. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Or medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we saw Christmas breakdown. Uh, she misses yeah. her little boy, Loyal. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. very young, so that is a really right. hard thing to do. Like, my kids are 10, mm-hmm. and I might go a month without missing them. I mean, you know, I'm right. around them all the time. You'll have some nice, space, man. It'd be a nice vacation. Oh, I saw in on the live <laughs> feeds say, someone's like, why did you come back? And he's like, I just wanted a break from work. <laughs> there you go yeah yeah and the only other thing that i can think of that i would wanted to discuss was the fact that nicole has like no respect for any any people like she stuck her finger in the meatless tacos like oh, yeah i'm sorry use a damn spoon yeah covid here right now no one's a swamp spit with your crap like i feel like we're gonna get a lot more of um different instances because i think there's gonna be any like showmances at this point yeah, there's not going to be romances. They have a lot of kids, and that just it's a completely season. Um, so they're going to have to like figure out how they're going to base their drama of everything because it's not going to be the same of what you think. You can just randomly vote someone out because they're in a pair. Right. It's going to be which the other All Star season was a little bit different. You had pairs in that at least. Right. So. Some of these people have played in pairs or teams, uh, but I I'm glad mm-hmm. that they're playing for themselves. I think All Stars you know, should probably play for themselves unless they have, you know, right. multiple all-star seasons. I mean, look how long it's been since we had an all-star season. I loved I the first all-stars. I mean, I loved it and I have yeah. been craving one for so long. So I'm grateful they at least gave me one and mm-hmm. maybe they won't wait so long to do another right. one. Yeah. Well, um, I like that they had America's player last time too. I think that they're, I really like that twist that yeah. people can like be on the inside and like give you insight because yeah. that shows that our way of thing is the right way to get you where you need to be. Cause Dan did an amazing job at that. Like through all of his tasks that he needed to get through, like, I don't I almost feel like there's something missing this season where there's too many people that have one. And yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like how the survivors winner at war was. They could have had a lot of people that had placed really high right. so that they can combine those strategies. Whereas now you have a person that randomly just played last season. Like she is she's good, but I mean, is she really considered an all star? And same with David. David was gone the first day. Like, yeah, he deserves a second chance, put him on the but, but why season, all-stars? but is yeah. he really good enough for an all-star? No. Wait, those so are that's definitely kind of where two I feel. people that I mean, are I know it's going to get juicy at some point, but... No. Yeah, I but mean, it's going to get juicy I'm... at some point. I mean, there's got to be something in there. I think they just had a hard time casting with what's going on in the world. <laughs> And took who they could get. Well, people get. are worried, too. Like, they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave their families right. or their jobs in certain situations. Yeah. Um, Casey and Josh, obviously, supposedly removed COVID. So, now we're probably going to yeah. get them on the challenge instead, which yeah. I would prefer not. But, I mean, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> One Casey, thing I don't I'll... mind so much. Josh, I do. <laughs> One thing that I will say about Nicole F. is... Early in the feeds, earlier this week, there was some talk about an all-girls alliance. And every Mm -hmm. season, we talk about an all-girls alliance, but it never really happens. You know, 
They don't mm-hmm. make it to the end together. Sometimes they fall apart no. before they even start, which is what happened. Mm-hmm. As soon as they started talking about that, Nicole F. Mm-hmm. You know, runs to Cody and is saying, hey, mm. look, there's these people that want to do, uh, you know, an all-girl alliance. And, mm. you know, I- I'll be your spy, basically. he's She's like, I'll stay Pretty tight much. with the girls. You stay tight with the guys. And we'll come back together and tell each other what's going on. So, Which is smart, but I can't stand her. It's smart, but she's not trustworthy. I don't know why anybody no. would trust her, other than maybe a few people. I mean, she did know Cody, and I guess she's maybe right. kept in touch with him. And maybe that's why she's you know, telling right. him these things. Um, right. Anyone else I feel like should not trust her, her. That they'll just be cordial with her. Yeah, they'll be cordial with her, but I don't mm-hmm. think that they ever believe. It's one of those things with Nicole that it's like, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Yes. So they're keeping um, her, like, making it like seem Dave like Vaughn. she's like, oh, yeah, you're you're totally good. Yes. That That's how I see Davon playing, is playing a good game by keeping her enemies close <laughs> and making yes, them think sure. friends. Um, Nicole F. apologized to Davon for stabbing her in the back on their I saw season that. together. Mm-hmm. Then I saw Day. Davon's uh, like, oh, Davon was like, uh, I will never play with her again. And like, not mm-hmm. to her face. Mm-hmm. Obviously to her face, she's like, yes, no. of course. Um, but Davon is, now, you know, she immediately was like, Hell no, I'm not playing with mm-hmm. her again. I learned my lesson. She goes, who do you think I'm, <laughs> stupid? Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> As of right now, who do you think is going home? Um, I think Keisha is going home. I mean, I like her as a person. Um, I think she can be blonde at times, but I think a lot of us all have our inner blonde. Um, yeah. But I think Kevin has strategized more, and he's put in more time and effort for it. Um, So if they want to get a smart player out, they could go for Kevin um, and keep Keisha around since she might be easy to beat. But I think that they probably will just get Keisha out just because nobody's really been bonding with her. But it it could technically go either way. One of the females in his alliance, um, I think it was Nicole. Nicole F. and Cody were talking. And Nicole said, maybe we should get rid of Kevin because we know we can beat Keisha at everything and right which would be easier cody is just dead set on getting rid of her and Mm -hmm. starts saying well she was actually good at comps on her season and i'm not sure if he even watched her season to be honest but well i think (laughs) cody's smart about that like people if you know you're going on you better cram all those seasons that's true you want to know who these people are yeah but granted they do sometimes play differently but depending on who you're around, but it's still good to have a background. Like, David should have definitely crammed to figure out how this oh, game yeah. works. So he's sitting there. I don't know if he's just good at playing dumb, but he don't even know what a veto is. Like, no, he know- even if you don't even know the game, you he know what a veto is veto. in real life. He lied about okay. the veto. He admitted that, that he told the guys that he didn't know what the veto was because he wants them to think he's dumb and not a threat and that he knows yeah. nothing about this game. Which he was... I don't want to win because someone thinks I'm dumb. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, but if I'm going to beat someone, I want to beat the best. Well, like, that's more it, willing it can to get, me. It like... could probably get him through the first couple of weeks. And then, right. it, you know, then he's got to 
play his cards mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so he he was telling Davon how he lied to the guys about the POV, and then she mm-hmm. said, "So you lied to me too." And he's like, "Um, yeah, but that was before we were in a, a group together." And she's like, "But you lied to me." Yeah, lying does not go <laughs> well with Devon. She was offended that he told her mm. he didn't know how to play the POV. I mean, he's Mm-mm. he. No one knows anything about him, so he can no. say whatever he wants. You know, technically, but, yeah, yeah. So I see Keisha going as well, even though I truly think the smartest thing would be to get rid of Kevin. Uh, right, because he's, he's a very strong player. He won his, he either won his season or he came in second, one of the two. I think he won it. Um, no, Jordan won. Um, oh, yeah, he was. He, he came was in place. third place. He came in, I think he came in third place. But he was, uh, Janelle reminded people last night that he's the reason that Jeff went home that season, that he started mm-hmm. a lie and it got Jeff out, so mm-hmm. he's not trustworthy either, <laughs> you know. And also, they're kind of saying he's a he was a floater. They kind of floated till near the end, and then came right. out and started really playing. There's that. Uh, I think really it's going to come down to who Cody wants. And today, Keisha had a conversation with him, and it's probably the first time she's even sat down and talked to him. And right. she's asking him, you know, is it me? I just want to know. I don't want to be blindsided. Mm. And he's like, oh, I don't know. He's I not honestly flat don't out know. No her. one's telling me anything. And she's mm-hmm. like, do you have any idea, like, where where people are leaning? And he's like, no, no, no one's talking game. That's what's so frustrating is no one is talking game mm. because no one wants to be seen as a threat. Right. They're all talking old seasons. No one's in the... Right. It's smart that you don't want to go out there and make yourself a target, but somebody has to get something going. You know, they can't just play like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we'll especially see next week whoever wins HOH. I think that's when we're going to see some scattering. Right. uh, Maybe some sides being formed. We get to meet a couple more people, you know, see how their true colors are showing. Right. You know, people are starting to settle yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I I look war- forward to next week. Uh, yeah. Because this week. And I'm excited has to see, like, the actual of... <laughs> POV shown so we can actually see it and we get another. Yeah. Hour. I could talk for another hour about It's yeah. cool. I thought at first that the cats were going to be on. I was all excited. I saw these little cats. I was like, yay. I, oh, the cats have come on, yeah. like, every day that they do anything. <laughs> But they do it because they do, um, that's for, like, the Humane Society yeah. to adopt. And I was all excited they're, that they were going to They're animals that need to be adopted, <laughs> yeah. It's, that would have been cute, though. I don't like watching it because I'm like, I feel bad for these animals. I know. So I'm like, I, I don't, all I don't like watching that at all. Mm-hmm. So just a few questions here. Do you mm-hmm. have, okay, so who do you want to win? Um, I would be happy with Janelle or Kaser. Those are definitely my top two choices. Right. Um, Memphis, depending on how he plays out, because he did do a great year with Dan. Like, he was always one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I've always really loved Danielle, but this season, who she's teaming up with, I'm very disappointed. So I really don't want her to win. Um, but she has put in her time with the game, and I feel like that would be huge for her to win. Um, but other than that, I'm not... 
I don't know, Davon and Bailey, I definitely, <laughs> but I think that it would be good to see Davon win. I think that she has learned from her prior season and from yes. her time on the challenge that can help her with her politicking slash um, alliance building and really knowing when to say what to who. Yeah, she's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm, because a lot of people didn't like her on her season, so I think she's come yeah. a long way personality-wise. Oh, yeah, she's, she's like, did y'all expect the loud Davon? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be loud this season. <laughs> no, she could have sit and she's going to watch, and she's going to make sure she knows exactly what the hell is going on around her. I bet at some point we are going to hear her loud, though. <laughs> But I don't, I'm don't, sure don't someone's going to press her buttons for sure. So those are your favorites. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite is Pacer, then Janelle, then Davon. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I would I would love to see uh, a black person I did love Ian, win, too. Uh, but Pacer has never even made it to the jury before. And right, they're trying exactly. so hard to get him out. It's just ridiculous. Like, if he's so good, why... I mean, mm-hmm. he's a fan favorite. People love right. him, but he's only—he's not made it to the jury before. No. So he's my. I like kid. Ian too. Ian—Ian's great at what he's doing, and he was smart. He went right back yeah, to school. I like he was Ian. working. He didn't just spend all his money that he won. He's a very smart player. No, I like Ian a lot. I mean, that's the problem. I like half of the cast a lot, and the I other know. half, I'm meh you know blah, mm-hmm. whatever do you even though you're telling me who you want to win do you have an early idea of who you think might win what might actually win um, from what you've seen i think memphis has a good shot at winning based on what he's doing yeah cody i'm i'm like a 50 50 shot with him he's either gonna make it really far or he's gonna get taken out right right away i think that this hoh is actually gonna hurt him a lot normally because he won that first one he had too much power too soon yeah 22 seconds man like nobody was gonna do that in 22 seconds like he put a huge target he could have thrown it just to be like yeah well well, i don't want the power quite yet i i saw him say on the feeds that if Memphis had done good, he was going to let Memphis win. But mm-hmm. he was backstage, and he could hear, you know, the noise every time he fell off. And he's like, oh, there is no way Memphis is going to win no. this. And I don't feel safe with nope. anybody else, so I'm going to have to win it. I don't mm. know. Normally, your first HOH doesn't necessarily bite you back. Because, you know, Mm. it's early on, but there's been so much going on that I can see several Mm -hmm. people going after Cody. I don't think Cody is going to, I don't know, it's going to depend on the votes. He does have a strong number. Memphis, right? I don't know, his personality, he actually think the three. He might rub a couple of people the wrong way. Oh, yeah, yeah. The three people that I actually think might make it to the end may sound weird but it is christmas and and it is david and it's nicole a yeah nicole did really well for her first season um that was definitely not my favorite season i heard a lot of bits and pieces about it but i was very offended by a lot of the stuff that they allowed right I mean, I watched it, but I it was really bad. But she was my favorite on there. So yeah, the I thought re- Cliff was pretty great because of the challenge, too. I thought Cliff would have been a fun player to bring back if they were to bring someone back from the last season, you know? Yeah. 
So Christmas, we don't know much about her because she broke her foot and, right, right. you know, so she says that she's a comp beast, which she looks like one. She's been, she's been leading exercises for the group and yoga sessions yep, yep. and all kinds of stuff. So she, yep. she, so I think she will be good at comps. She's mm -hmm. in a, a good alliance where almost all of them are probably good at comps. And, yep. you know, she doesn't have, she, she really doesn't have any baggage or anything no. like that. I um, think what's going to hurt her is the fact that she misses her son so much. So if she, yeah. I she mean, if she's busy enough, she's yeah. going to break down. I mean, if she's crying every day, that people will use that against They'll her. They'll get annoyed. Yeah, that's a reason to get rid of her. I mean, the, when people want a reason, they'll look this, for anything. So, for yeah, sure. there is that. Um, weakness. Hope, yeah, they see it as a weakness. Nicole F. has also been crying a lot. Uh, she's just mm -hmm. not a happy person. <laughs> she's cold. She's tired. She's on her period. No. Just she's a mess. Everything. Yeah. So I can see she seems like she's not doing very well. She's going to annoy the wrong people too. Yeah. No. So, and David. She's annoy way too many people with that. Yeah. And with David, we know nothing about David. We have no idea. Right what his strategy is, if he's good at comps. I mean, he, he looks like he would probably be good at physical comps. Uh, right. You know, but we don't know. We don't know his strategy. We don't know, uh, you know, how good he is at things. Um, right. We don't know how good he is at making relationships. You know, there's a lot we don't know. And he is... As of recently, <laughs> he is in an alliance with Bailey and Davon. Right. All three of them very smartly said, okay, all of us pick one person and we'll pretend that we're aligned with them so that right. we know what those people are doing and we can get their votes, which is kind of Smart. what the other alliance was doing too. They were like, you know, let's all pick somebody and tell them we want to work with them, but we're the right. core. We're the core four, but we need numbers. So mm -hmm. David is such a mystery. No one has any reason to dislike him. You know, right. unless unless he does something. But I, I've barely seen him to be honest. I mean, sometimes mm. I forget that he's on the show because they don't show him that often. Well, they don't show Keisha that much either. And Nicole A was sick, so she wasn't on much of the live feed. Right. For well, a while. the live feeds this year are not good. Well, it's like two cameras that are based on the same room. Like, they're not four separate rooms like they should be. Right. They're only focusing on two areas at a time. So there's a buttload of stuff that we're missing. Well, I have, yeah, I know. Like, just yesterday, they had all four cameras on Christmas crying. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, mm -hmm. okay, she's crying. We get it. Okay, get over get, it. Let's do something else. <laughs> and there was another day where... It was, like, all in the kitchen, and there was only, like, three people in the kitchen, you know? So, right. uh, I'm guessing that they're working with a small crew. 
uh, right because they don't that's want anybody not controlling that's... the cameras. Yeah, so I I forgive them, but I'm I think mad. it's the COVID issue. They got to switch people out, and they have to make sure they're all tested and stuff. So yeah. they can't have like a giant COVID crew. You know. Yeah, I know. So unfortunately, on what could be you know a really epic season, they decide to do during COVID. Which mm-hmm. <laughs> is going to change how the game is played. So, Correct. And then the last person that I think might win is Nicole A. Um, basically, she is a sweetheart. She mm-hmm. is nice to everyone. And she is loyal. Uh, and her when... Staten Island accent is not annoying like some people we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. So, and she doesn't have a lot of baggage. It's... You know, I think some of the people that have played a lot are going to go after each other, not go after people that only played once. And, well, you and- want to keep the threats out. You don't want to. You want to keep the people that are easy because then you win against them. But right. at the same time, you still want to have at least a little competition because yeah, I feel yeah. like you still want to build a beat a competitor and like, hey, I beat the guy that left the first day. How is that gonna look? It makes like, wow, yeah. you kept the worst person for the end. Go you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, so those are my predictions at the moment. Okay. Uh, I actually picked Christmas in the challenge contest where we did where we pick yep. players. I was mm-hmm. the last person and I ended up with Christmas. So okay. I really wasn't rooting for her and I'm still really not rooting for her. But if she wins, then okay, nice. I get a prize. Right. <laughs> it works. Everybody wins. Yeah. So Charity wins, you win. Christmas wins. <laughs> I really appreciate you joining me. No Do you problem. want to um, tell people how to find you? Sure. Um, most of mine are, um, like, my Twitter is DannyMart52986. Uh, my Instagram is Danny52986. And my Facebook, um, if you search Danny Mart, you should be able to find me. Um, I mostly post most of my stuff about the challenge, mostly, but... Uh, Big Brother has definitely been something that I've been missing for a lot of years, so I'm excited to be able to watch it again. So I'm sure I'll be. Thanks so much. I will be. So thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Mary. Yes, thank you, Danny. Bye. So thank you all for listening to the second podcast of the Reality Addict podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at reality addict two, the number two and that's where i post all of my live feed things so if you're into live feeds you should follow me also if you want to get in touch with me you know my name is mary francis if you are looking for me on twitter i'm at mary becca And Becca is spelled B-E-C-K-A-H. And if you would like to find me on Instagram, I am under Mary Wiseman Francis. And I don't really do much on Facebook. So those are the two places uh, you can find me. Uh, I would love to hear any kind of feedback as this is only my second one and I'm still learning Uh, I really appreciate you 
sticking by while I'm going through this time of trying things and learning things. Thanks again for listening.